2: Find a
1: location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zipline through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new, you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation, this is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
3: Hi, and welcome to Land-Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, we have the post-game press conference audio from Ohio State's 56-14 victory over the Indiana Hoosiers that took place at Ohio Stadium on Saturday, November 12th. We will start off the audio with head coach Ryan Day, and then after a short break, you will hear from two of the heroes of the game, quarterback C.J. Stroud and the absolute heart of this Buckeye program, Cameron Babb. If you somehow missed the game and all of the conversation about the game afterwards, Cameron Babb was a top 75 player in the 2018 recruiting class who was one of the best wide receivers in the country. He came to Ohio State from St. Louis, but before he could really make a difference for the Ohio State team, he went through multiple ACL tears, a broken leg, and more. He's had four different surgeries on his ACL, And halfway through the fourth quarter against Indiana, he finally had an opportunity to catch a pass as an Ohio State Buckeye. It was a touchdown from C.J. Stroud. The head coach, the quarterback, and the wide receiver himself all talk about what that moment meant to them and the program at large, as well as much more. But before we get into that audio, I want to remind you that if you are finding this episode on our website, landgranthoyland.com, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Throughout the entire college football season, we are bringing you not one, but two different podcast episodes almost every single day. And with both the men's and women's basketball seasons tipping off, we will have even more content to make you the most informed Buckeye fan possible. All right, with all of that out of the way, here first is head coach Ryan Day. And then after his media availability is done, you will hear from Cameron Babb, and C.J. Stroud. There is one moment when the audio goes out from the feed provided by Ohio State Athletics. You will hear a little wonkiness going on around the 29-30 minute mark. But other than that, you will hear the entire audio from all three.
4: All right, the all right folks, here. we'll open up uh, front row left. Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Right. I also need to ask you about the
5: running back
3: the running back situation you you lose my end do you have any sense of how serious it is how concerned
5: are you about that position right now um
0: I I, I don't think that these hopefully these these are going to be you know some things that we can overcome here in a short period of time um great to see our depth show up you know we'll have to see but um you know it didn't look like uh, based on what we saw here in the locker room that it was going to be something that was going to be really long term so we'll see how he feels overnight and then uh, you know hoping to get trade back for next week Over here. your Oh, and then Cam, yeah. Oh, you I know, mean, where do we start with that? Um, this is somebody who's overcome four ACL surgeries. Um, so, you know, that's nine months recovery times four. So, that's a long time to be in recovery, not being able to do something that you love. And when it happened the last time, um, you know, there's just a lot of questions on whether he wanted to do it. he, he didn't. He never batted an eye. He said, this is what I want to do. He put his faith in God and um, felt like this was his journey. And um, what happened today in the stadium was was magical. And that's um, what college football means to a lot of people. Not to everybody, but to a lot of people. And that's one of the reasons why um, college football is special. It's one of the reasons why you coach is to see something like that happen. And... Uh, Hopefully there's somebody out there that's going through tough times that can see that as a motivation to overcome because it's one thing to see that moment right there, but it's all the morning workouts he had with uh, Adam Stewart. It's all the, um, you know, mornings waking up on crutches. It's, um, you know, the disappointment because that's not what you picture when you graduate high school and you sign with Ohio State is, is something like this, but um, there was something special that went on in the field there, and you could see it with our team. And um, I'm just really happy for him, but um, just really uh, selfishly proud to be part of a moment like that, to see someone overcome such great obstacles in life. Um, I just can't say enough about it because, you know, there'll, there'll be great wins and there'll be great accomplishments here at Ohio State. But that what, what he's overcome is one of the great accomplishments. And it's not something that people will see, um, but at least they were able to be a part of that right there. And, you know, those who were in the stadium were able to be a part of it because
4: um, that's as special as I've been around. Uh, over to the right, Dylan Davis, Delaware Gazette. When
5: Kim went into that game, was there a specific emphasis on trying to maybe get him a touchdown? Was Were you thinking about that?
0: Well, Kim, um, you know, tweaked it, tweaked it, him, you know, his uh, lower extremity, um again in 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 preseason. And so he he was kind of in a process of getting back on the field and um we weren't sure when that was going to be and uh we never knew when the time was going to be that he was going to actually go back in the game and play. Um and you know, it was the the moment was right. Um uh, we still had the starters in the game after you know we 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 muffed the punt and they scored and we did you know, we were going to take the starters out. It didn't happen that way. We decided to keep the starters in, so that had to happen. And then Marvin caught that pass, and we felt like, okay, now it's time to take Marvin out. Um, Just probably too much risk at this point with Marvin. And that's when Hart said, "Well, I think it's it's Cam Bab's time." And so um, we called one play. That was a swing to Xavier, and um, you know, if it didn't work out that way, it was going to come back to Cam. We got the ball into the red zone. There was, uh, I think, an injury on the play, and CJ came up to me and he said, "What do you think about you know about trying to get Cam a touchdown right here?" And I said, uh, "I said I think it's right." And and, and, you know, we called it, and, and it just it worked out that way. So,
4: um, again, pretty neat. Uh, over to the neck uh, to the left, uh, Cam. Brian, when you you lose Mayan, you've
2: already had Trae gone out for a little while. Dallin came in and has played. When he's come in, he's played really well this year for you guys. He's been able to move Xavier back there. It's how confident. Are you in down that if Trayvon can't play and Mayan can't play going forward that he can take the load and do you expect Xavier to still get more carries in, in the backfield as well
0: yeah I, I think both those guys showed that they can they can do a good job I, I think it's pretty remarkable that we have that many guys who are capable um, but whether it's a you know Trey Mayan or or Chip um, you know we're, we're hoping to get all these guys back here as soon as, as soon as we can It's it's been frustrating obviously not having a um, a full strength room there, but I guess the, the positive spin on that is the depth is shown and we've been able to uh, keep that going. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think Dallin had some really nice runs today and the number one job of running backs take care of the football. It's a number one job and the rest of it takes care of itself. And I thought he got into a rhythm I Thought he had a nice run early on. I think he had the first touchdown run a bounce. That one did a nice job with the vision on that. Um, and in overall, ran I, Even a couple of those runs there in the fourth quarter, I thought he, he finished the runs. If it was a three-yard run, he was finishing at six. Um, I think he's got good feet, good vision. He's a really good young player. Now over to
4: the right, Austin Ward, Rivals. Ryan, I know you've been hoping or looking forward to maybe a game that felt more normal. Did this do that for yeah. you? And when a team handles 40-point favorites, should win that easily, theoretically. When they take that seriously, is that another mark of toughness in your mind?
0: I think so. And like you said, I, I do it. That, that, that felt more like a normal game, other than the short yardages again. That I was ready to bang my head against the wall. Um, but other than that, yeah, I felt like um, uh, you know it was more normal. And it was great to get a, a special teams big play on the on the blocked punt. You know, I think that was great. Um, and I just thought we had a good rhythm in the game. We kept playing. Um, yeah, that, that
4: felt more normal want to bang your head against the wall what do you think is going on there and is there just a something in your mind it looks like the play action down there can sometimes work are you just trying to prove a point when you keep doing it over and over what's the yeah
0: probably probably be being stubborn there yeah probably but still i still think we need to get better movement and we need to run harder we need to get the first down and we i think we had one third down that we split for was it for, was it, it might have been a touchdown the to mine that was
4: good but still uh, not good enough over to the left, Dan Hope, 11 Warriors. Ryan, we saw DeWan Jones, Denzel Burke, Chip Tranum. None of those guys played today. Are right. you expecting those guys to be good for next week?
0: Yeah, 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 I am. Um, and we'll kind of see tomorrow how it all goes, but, um, you know, it's this time of year. So, you know, guys are going to be banged up. It's just the way it goes. But, um, you know, and there were a lot of guys who played banged up today, a lot. Um, these guys just couldn't – didn't feel like they were ready to go play, and, and certainly we're not going to put them in a game if they don't feel like they can play. But we're looking, uh, hopefully, to, to get a, a full week of work out of him and, and uh, see him play against Maryland. Uh, over to the right, Bill Landis, Rivals. <clears throat> Ryan, <clears throat> what did you think of Xavier's long touchdown run but with his effort as he zigzagging
4: across yeah. the field, but then also the blocking he got downfield? On that
0: I, I didn't see it other than on the on the jumbo. I saw um, Julian, I think Marvin, hustling downfield and, and making some great blocks. I, got, I can't wait to see it on film. Uh, I heard the sideline going crazy. The the initial thing that I saw was um, they stemmed the front, and it's a play that we had worked on pretty hard. um, And and I thought we logged the end really well. Uh, We got around that quickly, and then I thought that the tackle did a really good job of getting up to the backer. And then the second puller, I mean, it was three for three right there. And then Xavier slipped through, and then the rest was – I was kind of in the back there, and I I thought at some point he was going to go down, and he just kept squirting out. So uh, a lot of great effort on the play. Uh, Great to see Xavier get a run like that. Um, You can see what a weapon he is. He's made some big plays for us this year. So um, happy for him. And and, uh, he's very unselfish. You know, when, um, you know, we we felt like maybe he would have to play a little running back in this game. Um, He spent a lot of time talking about protection, some of the run game. And uh, because he's been such a good special teams player, he's got a lot of versatility. And you can see that in his game.
4: Uh, Over to the left, Steven Means. Cleveland.com, Ryan, there's already a ton on CJ's plate as is, but when you're not really sure if you've got running backs healthy and, you know, your passing game has the week it does last week, just how impressed are you with the week he had this week and how much of an emphasis on it, and not necessarily be perfect, but kind of lift things up when you have situations like this. Yeah, he's
0: the leader of our offense. There's no question about it. And um, when, when um, you know, your leader is just into it and, and, and pushing the guys and understands how important balance is in your offense, you um, you know that that's that's important, and you know there was a little bit of an edge to the offense this week. I, I think that that was um, all week in practice, and we got to keep that going. That's, that's the only way we're gonna you know reach our goals here. But uh, I thought he threw some nice balls. I thought you know uh, the double move by Marv was was really a nice route. And he put that right on the money. You know uh, we did have one drop that could have been an explosive play. I thought that was a good throw. He kind of up and downed it because he thought saw, saw the backside corner. Um, you know threw a nice ball to Cade on on the seam route. Uh, you know overall I thought he was really on point today. Uh, over to the right, Clay
4: Hall, WSYX. You mentioned the uh, punt block. Uh, Coach uh, Lathan Ransom, uh, yeah. reaction to the day he had?
0: Yeah, um, was all over the place uh, and, and did a really good job with Parker Fleming on that adjustment. That was uh, something that was a little bit of an adjustment based on what they were doing. And uh, he was able to put that on the field. And I think that's a sign of a mature player that, uh, you know, you can talk about it on the sideline, make an adjustment, and then go put it on the field in a game like that, a competitive excellence. Um, we've worked hard on that. We've heard, worked hard on on the, the tracks of, of blocking punts, and there's an art to that. You know, you can be out of control and, and, and run into the punter, which will be a 15-yard penalty, which certainly keeps coaches up at night. But uh, he did it really well, got his hands right to the ball. You know, a lot of times what you want to do is, you know, you start swatting at the balls, He put his hands right on it, and um, really well executed. Great to see him playing so well across the board. I know he's, I think, a finalist for the Jim Thorpe Award, and, and now to see him make a play like that, that kind of
4: flipped the game for us, I felt like, in the second half got time for a few more folks uh, over to the left doug lamour east cleveland.com ryan when did you know dewan jones might not be able to go today and how did you think josh fryer did starting for him
0: yeah we were hoping to get uh, dewan out there he was out there in pre-game it was a game time decision um he was close just didn't feel like uh, he could do it and um you know it's a tough call you know th- these are tough decisions and um but we also i think part of the decision we you know we knew we had josh. And Josh had been playing well as the as the um, you know extra tight end, and then I had a good week of practice. So um, you know we had confidence in Josh to put him in the game. I'll have to see the film. I don't think it was a perfect, but I, but I feel like he, he played well. I did We didn't really. You know when you don't notice a tackle, that's usually pretty pretty good. But uh, have to watch the film uh, and see. But um, but a couple of times um, he looked like he was
4: doing a pretty good job of protection. Uh, Rob, uh, Rob Aller, Columbus Dispatch. Ryan, of 11 on both sides, it, in some ways, is running back the easiest to to plug and play in terms of putting guys, putting a new guy in there versus maybe alignment. obviously quarterback? Uh, yeah. Running backs. Yeah. No, I,
0: I mean, I think it just depends on your skill set. You know, it's hard to fit the right person in there, the thing... For Xavier, Xavier came in and has has played so many different positions. He played running back for a whole spring, maybe even more than that. So we had a background in that, Uh, you know, to say, like, you know, could you put Julian Fleming and play running back? No, you just can't do that, you know. Um, You you couldn't do that with Marvin Harrison. Um, I guess maybe a Mecca because he's a little bit built like that. But it's hard to find the right skill set to do something like that. And
4: and,
0: uh, I think that's what makes Xavier uh, a weapon for us, you know, And, and happy to see him make those plays
4: backups when you have two or three oh. or four guys the next guy up in some ways is easier than I don't know I
0: maybe our guys have looked at made it look that way but I don't think that's the case um, you know I guess you know as a running back you're you know you can you can um, you know you can run for what they block for but then you saw them make some guys miss and make bigger plays and I think Dallin more on contact and I thought you know Xavier at the second level uh, over here, Tim May on three, Letterman row.
4: Yeah, uh, Ryan. Just want to get your reaction. Number one, Emeka, it looked like it might have been a head bump situation. Is that accurate? I mean,
0: you know, I don't, I don't know. I'll have to go see. Um, but you know, once we get sometimes late in those fourth quarters, we try to be careful. Yeah. yeah.
4: And uh, I mean, obviously, Hancock played most of the day today. Yeah. I mean, what you see out of him, and uh, were you, in, I guess, impressed by that? And number three, Xavier Johnson. How much work does he get at running back during the week?
0: Yeah, not much. We will give him tracks um, every now and again. Um, but but he has a, a background of that. You know, Tony worked with him closer to the game here a bunch. They met extra to make sure that he was ready and everything. Um, early on in the week, it was just a little package. By the end, it was the whole thing. So, again, hats off to him. Then you saw Mitch doing a little bit of that as well back there. and So that was good. Um, and your other question was about Jordan. Yeah, Jordan in the secondary. You know, I thought Cam... Brown um, flashed at times. You know, I know they caught the fade on him early, but it didn't let him. It didn't bother him. He kept playing and competing. I thought that was that was great to see. He Got his hands on some balls and uh, good to see Jordan out there competing. I don't know what he'll grade out, uh, but but you notice him in practice. You notice his competitiveness, and um, he has great instincts for the game.
4: And final question, uh, gentlemen from our armed forces. Thank you for what you do. You get the last question of the day.
3: Thank you very much, um, Ivan Santiago, Ohio National Guard. Thank you, so brother. You saw a lot of uh, festivities today from the soldier running out with the flag, to the flag ceremony, to everything else that happened with the enlistment on the field. When you see all the soldiers and airmen in the stands on Military Appreciation Day, what goes through your mind as a, as a coach on the field?
0: Well, first off, it makes you realize that um, this isn't as important as that, you know, and it, and it puts everything in perspective. You know, you're talking about people who are putting their lives on the line for the country so that we can have an opportunity to do something like this on a day like today. And uh, I know uh, we don't take that for granted. Um, we actually, every Wednesday, we have some folks come over to the, to the um, to facility after practice. And, um, you know, our guys get to, you know, thank them for their service. And oh, I think it gives them a little perspective, too, that sometimes it feels like what we're doing here is, you know, uh, the most important thing in the world. But it's not. It's not. And um, we have so much appreciation for all those who uh, give the ultimate sacrifice. And there's nothing more unselfish than that and when you're trying to build a great team it's a great message and a great um, example of what it means to give to the greater good of somebody else is what our military does and um, we have so much appreciation what you all do so thank you
4: great thank you very much coach At the very back. Yep. Okay, folks, we, we're going to send Lathan Ransom and Jack Sawyer to tables in the back. And we've got, yes, sir. And we've got yes, Cam Babb and C.J. Stroud up here at the main podium. Um, we'll open it up here with uh, with uh, Dylan Davis, Delaware Gazette.
5: C.J., e. was there any chance that ball
4: wasn't going to Cam on that touchdown?
5: Yeah, first of all, I just want to give all praise, um, my Lord and praise well, to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, definitely blessed to have another opportunity to go out there and the shoe. Uh, Super amazing outcome. Uh, Just really happy. But yeah, I I wanted that to happen a lot. I mean, really bad. So uh, it was it was amazing to get my boy the ball.
4: There's been a lot that's gone into that moment for you. How do you even begin to characterize that moment for
5: you?
2: Um, I mean, yeah, I don't really know if words can kind of describe it. But if I had to say a word, man, just thankful. Just thankfulness. for you know, first and foremost, Jesus Christ, man, and and who He is to me. My you know, He's my rock, my Lord, my Savior. So, but also thankful for my teammates and CJ. Um, I was telling guys earlier. Um, I meant to send it to CJ, but there was a pass that he threw like fresh year to me uh, at practice during camp, and um, and he's kind of been ever since he got on campus. Really, uh, he's been there and, and kind of held me up when I you know I felt like I couldn't go on. So, um, he's a great football player. Love him as a football player, but I love him as just a brother. Um, and I see him um, just as a young man that's trying to follow Christ, and um, so. Just the fact that he has my back, and the moments that he has, um, I, I'm just thankful, man. So,
4: yeah. Over to the left, Nathan okay. Baird, Cleveland.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was he was there. Stephen Means, <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland.com. Kim, um, when you catch it and you kind of drop to your knees afterward, after yeah. you had a moment, Kim, what are you thinking? What's going yeah. through your head in that
2: moment? Yeah, I mean, uh, I would say the past five years has kind of been. What's been a dream of mine is, is whenever I catch a touchdown, whenever that moment is, uh, to get on my knees and, and give praise to, to him, to Jesus Christ, because that's, um, that's the only hope that I truly have. I, football, I love football. I love what it can do for so many people. Um, but I just know there's a world with a whole bunch of stuff going on, and um, so many people need hope. And um, so if I could give and shine the light that Jesus has given me and give that to others, um, I think that was that's my responsibility as a, a son of God, a son of Jesus. So... Um, that moment has kind of been in my mind for the past five years, though. So, uh, Over here to the right, Clay Hall, WSYX.
4: Sam, uh, congratulations. I did run into your dad, and he literally was speechless. Uh, what does it mean to have your family here, both sides, and just yeah. uh, they've been back with you every yeah. – we've all done stories on you, and I think everybody's kind of yeah. happy f- as heck
2: for you. Yeah, um, I would say I'm just thankful, again, to have – family that supported me um in times when like you know I just felt like I couldn't keep going you know uh they would always speak life into me and uh, especially my pops um started playing football because of him and uh, he's always been there he's always been the main person that believes I'm, I'm the best receiver in the world and and you know so um having him behind me means so much and my mom and my whole family and teammates um, I couldn't be more thankful just to have as many people as I do around me because it's not just about me it's about everybody else as well so Rob Aller,
4: Columbus Dispatch. Cam,
2: you you could have walked away at any moment
4: through this uh, journey and no one would have held it against Mm -hmm. you. What kept you coming back? Was it football? Was it faith? Was it a merge of the two? And uh, what were you trying to accomplish?
2: Yeah. Uh, I would say, I mean, I love football, but mostly faith. Mostly, again, knowing that um, when I, you know, truly surrendered my life to Jesus and he – he showed me his love and who he is. Um, I just wanted to share that with the world and we have such a big platform here at Ohio state. Um, I just thought, you know, if it doesn't work out, then Jesus is still good. He's still King. He's still Lord. you know, he's still my savior. It doesn't really matter. But if, if it works out in a, in a way that I think it can, then like I said, there's so many people that I can turn and turn to him, you know, and, and I think there's a lot of sadness and stuff going on in the world. And I just wanted to be able to tell people about what Jesus has done in my life. And, um, And just even for my teammates, just I know they go through things just like me. So if I could just help them out as well, that was it too. Uh, Over to the – go ahead.
4: It's sort of behind the scenes.
2: You thought you had a
4: role to play, not just on the field, but as sort of the the guy in some of your studies and and that type of thing. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, there's a lot of behind the scenes things, and we got so many people that are behind the scenes. Like I wouldn't be here without Adam Stewart, a.k.a. Stewie. I wouldn't be here without him. And the whole training staff, and uh, they've kept me going as well. So um, you see me because all the work that he's put in with me the past five years as well. So
4: over to the right, Stephen Kishpa the Lantern. Uh, CJ and Cam,
2: you guys describe yourselves
4: as men of faith, and you know, for Cam and and CJ, you know, your past have been a little different. Um, how do you guys manage to just keep up in your faith in Christ, and how uh, just while managing, you know, a busy schedule being an Ohio State student athlete?
5: Um yeah man, it's definitely tough. Uh even coming in early, like uh I was probably eighteen years old, uh I think it was the end of twenty nineteen, going to twenty twenty, um I still kinda knew about my faith. I grew up in church and um I remember just being uh it was probably like my second day on campus and this light skinned dude come up to me, uh curly hair, I'm like, Oh, what's up, bro? He like he like, Hey man, you got a church? I'm like, I'm like, no, nah, I don't got no church yet. He was like, hey, come with me on Sunday. That same Sunday I went to church, found a uh where we went to Hope City uh with Pastor Brian uh Reed, where where he, he does um, community help uh at, on campus as well. So um that's kinda like when it got me going when I got to Columbus and that made me feel like man, I really have a brother in Bab. So uh but other than that, man, it's tough um being consistent as well. Uh just cause you have a course school, then you got ball. And you have family. You have so many things that kind of pull you away from it. But uh, when you have, I mean, it could be a little bit of time. It could be in the morning when you just wake up, uh, getting, getting, getting on your hands and knees praying or reading your word. Um, it's little, little steps that even Bab helps me. Like we have a Bible study uh, that we do. And I, um, I have one back home through the TTGOG and Ball by Faith uh, Foundation through my uncle back home where I tap in every Wednesday. I mean, every Thursday uh, on a Zoom. And we do the uh, do a Bible study, so uh, I, was, I would say people around me have, have kept me, uh, helped me uh, become way more consistent, and um, that, I think that's the biggest challenge: though, is being consistent with your time. Now, over to the left, Cameron T. Robinson, the Athletic.
2: CJ, we saw the celebration for Cam when he scored that touchdown. I mean, it was on the sidelines. Well, until the next drive, can you put into words what he means
5: to this team and in, in this program? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I know it was one of the, probably the most like, I didn't want to mess it up. Like, I was nervous. I didn't want to, I, I seen the covers that we got. I seen the leverage that we had on the corner. And I was like, oh, man, I, met, I better not mess this up for my guy. So I'm, I'm happy I just made the throw. But um, honestly, words can't describe. Like, I, I really honestly, like, I don't care if I threw eight picks in that game or I didn't play good to the eyes world. It doesn't really matter to the world's eye. It doesn't matter. Um, when you see somebody like Bab who's really, really put himself behind everything that he's been through and, and help the team and, and push, push uh, Christ, because it, it's hard when, you, when you're on that type of path. People look at you to be perfect, and um, I definitely think that he's done his best to to be that to us. And of course, I'm not perfect, he's not either, but at the end of the day, he, he strives for, to, to get to God every day and to reach people, and he's inspired me. So uh, to having that moment on team, the whole time I'm thinking, like, we're going to get 15, I don't even care, like, because they probably not even going to trip, so uh, I wasn't even mad about it, uh, getting the 15, we were definitely just happy for my God, man, because uh, y'all y- 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 don't even know, like, the, the emotions that happen uh, in- in- through fall camp, and, like, uh, years where he's already been here, uh, so many people, I'm already knowing the world, his phone's probably going crazy with uh, Chris, um uh, JK all type of people man just probably tapping into him because everybody has really been felt by bad from Chase Young to Justin Fields to um, Chris Olave Garrett Wilson I bet you all of them are, are really happy for my guy so that'll just tell you every year he's left a legacy uh,
4: over to the right Doug Maurice, Cleveland.com Cam um, how many people hugged you do you think after the touchdown did you were you counting the hugs yeah. as um, they
2: came it was a lot. I don't know. I wasn't really counting. I think I hugged some people like five times. Um, but, you know, I think uh, in a moment like that, you know, just the love. When you when you feel that and you see so many people around you and just wanting to hug you, um, again, it just kind of leans back on the brotherhood and what we really have. You know, it's not just a word to us. Um, and the guys, it's the guys in the locker room that make that possible. And then, you know, uh, just the coaches that we have as well. So, uh, man, I'm just thankful for, for each guy that we have. Even, you know, I know some guys are, you know, Put on the spotlight more, but even for the people that aren't seen um, just everybody from top to bottom is, is wonderful and i'm I'm grateful to be at this university at this on this team and um, I tell people all the time I wouldn't have changed a thing um, just because the people make Ohio state what it is so I'm just thankful to be a part of it
4: like As we watched, it looked like some people maybe were shedding tears with you during that. Were you shedding any tears? How emotional did it get?
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, I I did. um, I would say um, probably when I go home and uh, really spend time with the Lord, uh, that's probably when the real, you know, real tears will come out because it really hasn't hit me yet. Um, It's kind of all a little blur. Uh, It happened really fast. um, But I just know man, Jesus With Jesus. Anything is possible. And whether it didn't happen, whether it didn't work out, he's still worthy of praise. And, um, I just experienced his love so much. And I just truly want to share that with, with so many different people in the world that are, you know, young, old, whatever it may be in a different country, whatever it may be, uh, because Jesus deserves it, you know? So, uh, I'm just thankful though.
4: We're going to go just a couple more for these gentlemen, uh, Dan Hope, 11 warriors, Katie Capusta. S- spectrum, CJ. Quick question for you: We talked a lot about the run game last week. With you wanting to get a little bit more involved, you had a big reaction in the third quarter after that run was called back. You stepped out out of bounds just a little bit. What was your emotions there, and what uh, you know? How much more involved do you want to get in the running game, especially with injuries in that area?
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I was I was a little mad at myself for doing that. Felt like I, I, I made a good move by trying to pump the ball. Um, trying to get the, the, I think, Will Backer, who it was, number 44, trying to just make a miss. I thought I did that. I tried to tightrope the sideline. Honestly, I ain't been out there in a minute, like, trying to, like, navigate. So, I'm kind of getting back used to it because, I mean, I feel like I am pretty decent at running the ball. Uh, but I got to get used to being out there again. So, um, I definitely think that uh, I, I'm, I'm willing – like I said before, I'm willing to do anything. Um, I told them before the game I'm willing to die for this team because it's so special. Like, just that moment right there just, like, shines light to the world of what we have in the Woody and what we have in our building. So um, I'm willing to to fight for my brothers if it means i got to play with one hand, one foot, whatever the case may be. So, And then you see, I mean, uh, mine struggling through injuries and, and still going. Trey trying to get back as quick as possible. Dallin did a great job today, uh, of course, with X, and then Mitch as well stepped in. So um, I think everybody on this team really wants to to have each other's back, and we're just hungry for more. So
4: uh, Over here to the right, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Hey, okay, Cam. Congr- congratulations, Cam, first of all. Um, this was not an ACL injury this year. Um, what was it? How and how? In some ways, was that even harder because it seemed like it was more of a week to week thing. It's how hard was getting back from whatever this was?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was a, a fall have surgeries. You know, you got some things moving around and crackling and stuff. So it wasn't nothing crazy. Um, I never had to have surgery, so I haven't had surgery since last year or this past spring, whenever it was. Um, but you know, just. When you don't play football for a while and you try to get it back out there, go full speed, you know, you just have some some body soreness and stuff like that. So, and just confidence-wise too, I just wanted to make sure, and Coach Day and Coach Hart, Stu, the whole training staff, they just wanted to make sure before you go out there, we want to make sure that you can put your foot on the ground without having to think too much. And um, so I'm just grateful for them for, you know, not just, you know, taking care of my health and just making sure that I'm straight um, before they put me out there. So, yeah. Were you afraid that time
4: was going to run out on you?
2: um I mean I think for me when you I've come all this way and I know in my head it's just whether it happens or it doesn't man my hope isn't in football necessarily it's in Jesus but if it's meant to happen then Jesus will he'll make it happen and uh, he did that and so um, I mean I guess you can say time was running out but in my head I kind of think big terms was like you know even if it's you know, a team North game or whatever game we're playing in and I get a shot, he can make anything shake or, you know, national championship, whatever game it may be, um, he can make anything happen. So you you hear, you hear about all these great stories and, and all that. And I just kind of, um, I just know the guy that we serve. And um, so it was all up to him.
4: And final two questions. We're going to go Dan Hope, 11 Warriors, and then Jeremy Birmingham rivals.
2: Kim, you've obviously been working for this
4: one moment for so long. So now that you've had this moment, what, what's next? How do you build on this?
2: Um, I think just kind of what CJ said, we're hungry for more, Um, just taking it day by day, week by week. And uh, this wasn't, you know, it was a great moment. I'm thankful for it. Um, But we just have so much envisioned and we know we can do. We just have to go out there and put put the work in every day. Um, And that's just taking it, like I said, day by day. But we know there's more. And um, I'm just—we're just gonna keep doing. what We've been doing, trusting the Lord, and and just doing, we, controlling what we can control, and doing what we can do, and uh, relying on each other. You know, staying in, in tight and allowing things to, you know, the outside things not to affect what's going on within within the walls of the Woody and this this team. So uh, you know, we're hungry for more, and we're just excited to kind of continue on this journey together as a family. So and Jeremy Cam
4: like the series right before you went in, you were warming up on the field. You could almost see yourself. I mean, I could see you. It looked like you were kind of like talking to yourself, like get ready to go. Mm-hmm. When when that happens for you after all this, can you just put into words like what that moment felt like? You said you've been waiting five years for this moment, mm-hmm. but no one's asked you how that moment felt. So yeah. what did it feel like to catch that ball when you did and yeah. just the entire – everything that you went through in that
2: moment? Yeah, um, I would say the – um, I think Xavier Johnson, after he cut, caught a touchdown against Notre Dame, um, he he said something and uh, it was about the Lord just saying, like, even how faithful God is and how faithful he is, but even when I'm not faithful to him, he's He's always faithful to me, and so just understanding that um, he gave me the gifts and the talents and everything that I've had, and a lot of people say that, you know, I, you couldn't you can't really come back from four or five surgeries and, and feel, feel good and do all these things that I've been able to do, and um, I was just, in my head, I was thinking about him the whole time, and I was... You know, thinking about CJ and just the journey he's on and and just all my brothers that I've talked to about Jesus and just even my family, just allowing uh, the light to shine through me and truly tell them, you know, I, you know, I told you that it was Jesus Christ. It was just all him. And just being able to represent him and represent them and just have them on my on my back and on my, or with me, uh, not on my back, but with me throughout all these times. Um, it was just an honor, really, truthfully, because um, I don't really deserve it, I would say. I would say. I'm just I'm just a young man that's trying to chase Jesus with with these guys, and uh, he's kind of he's kind of helped me the whole way. So, this, time, you know, truthfully, I don't even really like. Sometimes you know you just kind of stick your hands out there, and and like I don't really remember it in a sense. I don't know if that if that you know sometimes you may make a throw and it's kind of you just it's, it's normal. Like we've done it so many times. Like I have ran that route with CJ and even with Stu um, rehabbing so many times, and so kinda of just was all kind of a blur in a sense. Um a good blur though. You know? Ah, Stu might give him a little challenge. I ain't gonna lie. Stu might <laughs> Stu might give him a little challenge, but he's not. He's a he's a great quarterback though. And um uh, and I would say man, just the leader he is, uh, I wouldn't want to have anybody as our leader. And um again he rallies his team together and just who he is as a person. Um I'm just honored to to be his brother and be be alongside of him. So um we're thankful to have him as a quarterback but most importantly as a as a brother and a person. So.
4: Great. Cam, CJ, thank you very much.
2: Thank you. God bless.